0: hi Catherine. hello how are you today
1: oh i'm in a very interesting mood i got a little less sleep than i wanted last night so riding that overtired high this afternoon uh Mm. had my improv class had had a donut for breakfast big donut fans so yay got off to a good start and uh here we are now we're just Putting this putting this energy out on on live air for all the people to enjoy.
0: That is the life, right there.
1: How are you doing today?
0: I I would say I'm swell as a swan today. I've just been a trumpeter swan, just trumpetering everywhere. No, I mean uh, today sure was show your husband
1: loved that. Just you trumpeting around the
0: house. <laughs> Very accurate to the animal kingdom. <laughs> um. Yeah, nothing really too crazy going on. I Just a lot of like holiday tasks that I was like finishing up here and uh, my office area is a mess. So I'm trying to get that wrangled. So all of the interesting things that you want millions of people to hear about. Yes. Cleaning. Millions. Yes. Yep. Millions. Sorry, billions. <laughs> bi-
1: bi- billions.
0: Billions.
1: So did your, did your office become the catch-all? Is that why it's a mess of like, oh, as I did the holiday tasks, everything that was sort of out of place just went to the office? Or is that just how how work-from-home life goes these days? Is the office is a mess?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because it, it used to be like pretty, pretty tidy. But it's like, okay, so you know when you have to sneeze and like <laughs> it's a really... <laughs> It's a really big sneeze, and it's just, like, it's really, you know, it's it's gross. Like, that's what happened with, like, my office. Like, basically, there was, like, a task monster that sneezed, and, like, papers are everywhere. Like, a book I want to read is on my desk. Some things I need to shred are unshredded yet. It's, everything's everywhere.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know when you have to sneeze, and immediately my brain is like, where is this going? How does this... <laughs> can this apply but alas a task monster sneezed all over your office yes that that's super fair i mean just taking a quick glance around as you're describing this i'm looking at like um the apple i just consumed sitting out looking at the christmas cards from my family that are like envelope you know open envelope christmas card just a stack of those sitting next to me uh i've got way too many pens and pencils, like three times the amount of pens and pencils <laughs> and highlighters. I think there's 10 highlighters within reach. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will never ever, like look at all of these. I will no, I never saw- use oh. these. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so, literally like 10.
1: <laughs> so I think I think your task monster sneezed on your office and my office supply monster sneezed on mine. <laughs> it's
0: like,
1: here are things you will never use.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, your uh, reorganization becomes a, a, a fun task. Sometimes, for me, it's overwhelming to see everything everywhere and be like, where do I begin?
0: Yes, absolutely. And that's why it's taken me months <laughs> 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 on one room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on one room in the house. Yeah. Uh, well, the other thing, and this, I feel like it's a great segue. Into our topic for today. Speaking of over overwhelming thoughts, you're right. Stick with me. Mm-hmm. All of the things that I've been thinking about lately are, um, what could I do if everything goes back to a world where it's safe and where we can just like do the things that we want to do again, right? Because there's all this buzz in the media these days, and everyone's kind of waiting on pins and needles so i'm curious and what i wanted to ask you about today uh was to try and pick (laughs) three of the million things that we all cannot wait to do pick three of those that are like okay if i could take a top three of like things that i super duper want to do next year right because it's the end of end of 2020 (laughs) we're so close we've almost (laughs) made it
0: (laughs) almost there (laughs)
1: We can see the end of the tunnel. Whether it has a light, that remains to be seen. But what would be like three things that we both want to do if given the given the choice next year?
0: Yeah. Okay. I. I can start with my number one. I well, I think everyone's number one is travel, right? Like, yes. instead of just staying on the first floor of my house, why don't I try to see what's on the second floor? <laughs> you know, I can't <laughs> wait until I have the time and availability to walk up some steps. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> no. But yeah, of course, everyone wants to like, travel. Like, we're all in in um one spot. Maybe if some of us are working from home, I know I'm working from home, so I really want to get out and go places. But really, this pandemic has made me realize, like, how much I don't know about my own city still that I'm in. And there's, like, so many different gems that, well, I hope there's gems. I don't know. But (laughs) at least, like... uh, There's a pile of
1: gems buried underneath the city statue.
0: Well, why am I recording a podcast right now? BRB. (laughs) BRB,
1: digging up some gems.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, before this pandemic, I really didn't go exploring into nature that much in my city. And Ben and I have done that recently. it's like, whoa, there's some really cool places here. So I'm excited to get back into exploring, like, the actual, like, city parts. The places where there's actually other people. And maybe, like, try some new restaurants. Or try to, like, go out on a Friday night more often. Which, like... (laughs) Now that I'm saying this, I'm like, when it actually becomes a possibility where I'm going to go out, am I actually going to go out? (laughs) I would hope so, now that I know what it feels like not to go out. But, you know, it's like those kind of things where it's like, just like exploring what's around you. And that's what I'm really excited about.
1: That's the number one. I like it.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Very cool.
1: Off the, like four places you and I have been to around your city when I've visited, I think that there are so many gems because those, those little places that we even went to were like coming from the Midwest, somewhere on the, somewhere outside of your city, it always feels really unique and special. It's like, Ooh, Ooh. is like take for instance, like my favorite ice cream place. I like always have to go. They have super unique flavors, but I also have ice cream places that are super unique here. So I think it would be very interesting to see what other gems you uncover like that um, to then yeah. you know be able to go back to, or maybe your usuals just get the list gets bigger of like, Oh, I could go to all these other places. Like you said, on, on the Friday night date nights that haven't existed, but maybe now you have a more, uh, more motivation
0: to go. To yeah. yeah. And it, and also like when you're not able to go to like a restaurant, And it's not, like, when you're restricted, you're not available to, hey, let's actually go try this new place down the corner. It's like, well, why haven't I been going out more, you know? Of course, like, there's money things, but a lot of the reasons is we're just sitting on the couch watching TV, you know? So it's like, it kind of makes you appreciate, like, getting out of the house a little bit more. Maybe taking, like, public transportation to, like, a new place and enjoying the new sights and i don't know just exploring i think exploring maybe that should be my number 1 instead of travel like i think exploring is a better word
1: absolutely and i think it's the, it's like that very cliche but in, incredibly applicable phrase of you don't know what you got till it's gone right yeah. cuz we had no idea how much we would miss going out miss all of these like eases of life of just going and quick grabbing uh, a drink with friends and meeting up, hugging people, that whole rabbit hole of like, whoa well, when forced out of it and not given the choice anymore, completely yeah. shifts the perspective. That could yeah. be a really interesting episode, too, of like, what are we more motivated to do now because of the pandemic?
0: Yeah. And Ooh. like even off of that, too, uh, Ben and I just watched a movie where they brought up that saying about um, you can't appreciate the beauty without seeing. Oh, I don't know. The badness. Obviously badness isn't the word, but it, uh, I always kind of disagreed with that. Like you can see something that's beautiful, even if you didn't see something that's not beautiful, but now I'm like, I'm understanding it more. Maybe I don't agree with it fully yet, but still it's like, I, I, yeah, it it resonates.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great exploring is a great top choice and i Thank think you. yeah i think a lot of people hopefully a lot of people will agree like and maybe it'll motivate them to say oh i didn't think of exploring my own city because my number one is the opposite it's i is to use my passport to just use it mm. <laughs> my number one you know using my passport is just like getting out again and really just um learning learning about those different places from a first person perspective is like a huge pat, like a huge belief of mine is, is is um lived experiences so yeah yeah so that's that's my number one there are too many places to try and even begin to pick the first place i would want to go to
0: do you think you would go back to a place next year that you've been to already with your passport Ooh. or would it be brand new only
1: that's a great question. I've been to some wonderful places. Uh If I were to go back, OK, so if I were to pick a place to go back to, it would be Europe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I like took the trains and, and saw a few countries up, nearly 10 years ago now, so it feels right oh that my I should. Sh- I know. It feels right that I should go back. I met wonderful friends. I saw people that still live there who I've been friends with in all that time. I'd love to see them that's also my favorite way to travel is to go places where i know people because then you get like the local experience and you Mm -hmm. don't always go to like the tourist traps and you don't always go to the places where everyone's gonna be you get to see the really cool right like the favorite ice cream places in san diego or for me it was um like my friend's grandma made us homemade carbonara in italy which just for anyone um, who's a pasta lover like myself, like having a homemade pasta in Italy from someone's grandmother, it like could just top notch yeah. cuisine. So delicious. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So, so that would be my go, my go back to place, probably Italy. I'll pick that. I'll, I'll, I'll make i okay. I'll make a note. And then a brand new place would be Southeast Asia, like Bali, Thailand, um, that area, I have okay. been able to meet people who live there in the past year. And I've always thought about going there for travel. Um, and this is coming from someone who's just like, I have not done research. I have not looked at like the safeties or what visas are required. Like this is just, hey, that seems nice. Like it's a very it's a very vague idea. So I think yeah. once once given the choice, right, once we're able to to safely travel again, it'll be a really fun process to like pick the, pick the new places for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's always, it's always fun to, like, dream and be like, hey, I, you know, it would be cool to maybe pop here
1: mm-hmm. and Absolutely. see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay, number That's two. Cool. What would be, if you had to pick a second choice, if you if you explore your city and you're, you're doing that next year, what would be another thing that you would also love to do?
0: I think, uh, so this might be a little weird, but I think, like, find a community is something that... Um, would be my number two. I think uh, for myself, I I had such a great community of friends in college, and we've all, you know, spread out around uh, the, well, probably the globe, but definitely just in the United States. <laughs> so it'd be like, just to be more, uh, which is tied to number one, just be more a part of my city. Um, It's super cool to like, find all these places. And it, it's like, I just want to like, I guess, give back in a way or contribute or just, like, build something together with, like, a group of individuals that are, like, like-minded, you know? Or just, like, get to know other people, right? Because right now, literally, like, when I take Caspian for a walk, which is my dog, um, and there's, like, someone, like, a mile away, but I, like, see them, I, like, literally scream hello because I want to, like, <laughs> say hello to someone, you know? So it's, like, okay, it'd really be nice to get a sense of people and like build that community.
1: Do you feel that there's activities that are associated with that community? Like is it just hey, I want to I want to get outside and meet my neighbors or is it I want to do activities and meet friends that have like similar interests? Do you kind of have an idea of what you want your community to look like?
0: Yeah, definitely a similar interests, right? I um I'm part of the LGBTQ uh, LGBTQ plus community. Um, and I would love to meet others that are part of that community as well, you know. Just to uh, talk about our experiences, get to know... I mean, because uh, sometimes that community is not very uh, shown in, I mean, day-to-day life. People really... I mean, some people may be wearing, like, rainbow flags all the time, which is great, but... <laughs> Sometimes that's not an option for everyone. So it'd be nice to go to a place where it is an option for everyone to be able to wear a rainbow flag all the time. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. So I think that would be super cool to find a community that way. Um, But also, like, it'd be nice to get active again. I used to play tennis, and I I really do like tennis. Even though, like, I might not be the best for sure. But uh, it's fun.
1: Well, I think that's awesome. I, am, I know people in your area that have joined like different athletic groups and obviously that's um, gonna be an amazing thing to get back into when it's safe again. So I think that there will be a ton of interest. and I think yeah. right if you look for it, um, given that you live in a place where the weather is uh, pretty steady and you can do a lot of <laughs> these activities right a longer period of time throughout the year that that would be a super fun thing a super good new thing um,
0: yeah absolutely yeah so if things go well next year i'm looking to do that
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's very i love it
0: (laughs) what about your number two
1: uh it was travel based again uh because i really am like i'm itchy i don't sit well being at home all the time Mm -hmm. this was like and a lot of us don't it's just a it's just a different pace um and the job I had prior to this, I was traveling every month, even just across the country. So, so it's a very interesting change of pace from, from what I did even a year ago. Um, yeah. yeah. And either way, my second one was also travel based. I had crossed it out. I had written something else based on what you said, but I'm going to stick to it. And I'm just going to, I'm going to stick to my own suggestion of like, let's write him down and not be swayed by the other person's coolness.
0: (laughs) Coolness. Oh my
1: goodness. Swayed by your coolness. You're so, you're just so cool, man.
0: I'm just so hip.
1: Mm -hmm. And with it. (laughs) I believe that's your middle name. Corey, hip and with it, last name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Last name is last name. It's diamonds. Actually diamonds with it. (laughs) last name <laughs>
1: <laughs> my number two <laughs> is i also in addition to using my passport i want to use my passport i also want to take a road trip Oh. i've always wanted to take a road trip and i want That's it to be cool. for at least one consecutive week of just like driving and traveling
0: okay mm-hmm. what, what do you mean by that like you wouldn't you would stop in places. Would you, like, explore those places? But you want to you wanna take a week of driving to a place.
1: I want to take a week of driving either it's to a place and then coming back. Like, the, the whole of it is a week.
0: Oh, got it. Okay.
1: I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm going to take a three-day trip here and a two-day trip here. And it amounts to, like, I traveled a week. Like, if I combine them, I want it to be consecutive of, like, I left on a, let's say, a Sunday afternoon. And I drove and I did the thing. And, um... Like, one of the things is the Southwest has some amazing national parks. And you okay. were so fortunate to go to the Grand Canyon this year. Yeah. Which inspired me to want to go to the Grand Canyon
0: as well. <laughs>
1: right? Playing off your coolness. Corey hipping oh with the diamonds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag shine bright like a diamond. And uh, that, is, that is another travel thing I would like to do next year is to take a road trip.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you would go Southwest? I
1: think so. Yes. I have, see you're on the West coast. I also have a great friend on the East coast. So I don't know if I can like, like loop around (laughs) to see everybody in a week. I highly, highly doubt it. So maybe it'll be two weeks and I'll take my work with me and I'll just tell my boss that I'm out and I will work in the time zone that I am in when I'm in it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. That's Cool.
1: Yeah. So that is, that's my number two is, uh, is more travel,
0: <laughs> but yeah, by road no, trip, but...
1: by different means.
0: Would you take your own car or would you like rent something or?
1: Ah, I think I would rent something. Um, like very... an RV or it'd have to be a small one or maybe one of those like trailer guys like the, that just has the bed and the kitchen in the back. Um, so then just you so would it's...
0: like, Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, just so I'm a bit more portable and I can sustain myself a bit more from my car and mm-hmm. and not have to worry about like the Airbnbs and hotels and motels and things like that. Yeah. And
0: then would you do like campgrounds that have like Wi-Fi or something then or something like that?
1: Not always. If I needed it, like for work specifically, I think the the destination I, that I would get to, I would, I would need internet if I chose to work over it. If yeah. I didn't, if this was just a vacation, I would probably just kind of pick a spot to park. With van life, I think that there's apps out there now that can like tell you all these free places to park or like really cool views. Or it's all just evolved so much in the last couple of years that I think uh, there are a ton of options to rent, find places to park, and kind of figure this out for the first time without, you know, buying a con- buying myself a van and converting it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not there yet, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think of that. I'm like, oh, that's going to be a lot of like Airbnb and like planning. But like if you have your home with you. Yeah. It's a lot less planning. Well, still so, some planning, but. Right.
1: Right. But just more of like, it's more time wise than anything. Like not having to plan arrival times or check in times kind of a thing. You're not running on anyone's schedule, you know, for those details, which I really, that appeals to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said I'm cool. That's cool.
1: We're honestly we're so cool. We should start a podcast, you know? Uh, just spread our coolness to the world.
0: We should.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that can be our number 3. Just kidding.
0: <laughs>
1: start a podcast.
0: This is so meta.
1: That is we tend to get meta with very simple ideas and it I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Okay, if you had a number three, right, topping off the list of three Mm -hmm. things to try and do next year.
0: Three things. Well, I don't have a third one written down here, Mm -hmm. but my third one would come see you. That would be my third one. Oh, my gosh. And then we can have food. I just immediately think of cheese curds. Yes. Yes. Um, all of the drinks of water, non-water beverages.
1: Yeah, because Wisconsin is known for its water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ah! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all of our, all of our seasoned water drinkers. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> seasoned mm-hmm. water. I think <laughs> ever since I left Wisconsin, I've Drink more water per day. <laughs> 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 living where I am now. <laughs> I think it's just Ben. He just makes me drink water.
1: <laughs> this feels like such a bit about Wisconsin beer drinking. I'm like, I've just had to rehydrate after living there for 18 years. <laughs> as soon as I left, I was like, I just need water. <laughs> nothing but beer.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <gosh>. Uh <laughs> first became of legal age to drink and you met up with a friend of ours at like the mall and the two of you had a beer together (laughs) i remember this story you're like we had a beer like we can have beers now and this was like such a big deal
0: (laughs) it was so strange i mean we
1: could legally drink yeah yeah
0: that part was strange (laughs) i
1: remember the first time you brought your husband here he was your boyfriend at the time ben Mm -hmm. And we just gave him the full Wisconsin experience the best way we could in like the three hours we had together. Like we went to the state capitol and then we came down and Uh went to a restaurant and we ordered him like an old fashioned, a plate of cheese curds and a beer, like all of these just like carbs (laughs) and sugars and nothing to sustain him. And we were like, welcome to Wisconsin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He loved it. Well oh, that, that trip in general, we went all uh south southeast Wisconsin. We saw like all of it. Um and it was just it was such fun and we still talk about it. And we have That's our cool. picture hanging up on our wall from the yes. trip. So
1: and I cannot wait to have you back. That's a great great choice. Yeah. Great oh, great you. choice for your number
0: three. What about you? What's your number three?
1: Um now it feels like it has to be come visit you, but you were you are like lumped into number two for road trip. Because yeah. I, I would really love to like drive out there. There's lots I love lots of your family members as well. So going to see them. Although all of you have places for me to stay. Uh so maybe I would fly to you. But that's fair. Well I'm then with number two, that visiting okay. you and traveling in the US are all one thing. It is a guarantee. That um sounds good. My number three is really, it's kind of personal. And I'm just uh, in the thick of like figuring out what it is that I want to do. And this comes, this, for some people, it is like, boom, I have my thing. I love what I do. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Other people have chapters, uh, depending on like some of the books you read or people who speak publicly about the way that their life changes. It's like, oh, well, I started off as this and then I, I got to the line of work I'm in now, and they are completely opposite from each other, but it is just like who they are as people. They wanted to try something out and they did it for a while and now they're here. And I feel like the choices I've made up until now were more financial based. I did explore living in another state in another city for six months, and I'm not a big city person, but I had to be there to figure that out. So I want to take risks. And I want like, just like you were saying, you know, so sometimes we're really timid about trying new things and I can be too, because they can be really scary, but I do want to take risks that help me figure out like who I am. And, and I want to try the things that I've always thought about trying. I want to look into things that I've always dreamt about, but never tried. Um, and they're all over the place. So it's cryptic and vague for a reason. Cause I like a lot of things. I like doing a lot of things. Um, one great piece of advice a friend of mine gave me was do something you love, not something you're good at and know the difference. And I just didn't realize that there was a difference when it came to being employed that doing what you love and something that wakes you up and gets you out of bed every day is different than something that you're just good at because, you know, they they can exist uh, exclusively from each other. They don't have to be one and the same. So yeah, taking those chances and opportunities um, to figure it out, to help f- hone in on who I am and and what i wanna what I wanna do? where am I going? what do I wanna do next you know
0: yeah Get wow hard. that that's cool right there that's 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 huge, you know mm-hmm. that sounds like a large undertaking
1: I don't intend at all to figure it out at all because I think I've been at this for you know, almost a year and a half now of trying to take those opportunities as they come, of doing different things. And I'm still figuring it out and we can be a hundred years old and be still trying to figure it out. But learning what it is that, like learning what it is that I love, separating what I love and what I'm good at. They might be the same thing. I might be really good at something I love and just um, honing in on it a bit more. I think I think before the pandemic, I was a big proponent of distractions. I'm really good at putting other things in my place, on my plate, so I don't have to think about the hard stuff. And this feels like the hard stuff, so.
0: I really love that statement, what you said a few times about recognizing what you're good at and what you love. Like, they don't have to be the same thing. They can be, and sometimes they're not. And it's like, oh, I, I don't know if I recognize that in myself. So uh, I love that. And I was just sitting here and listening because it's that that's a good number three. That's <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: why I snuck in that vi- visiting you as part of number two, because I didn't want everyone to think that I would not want to see you as much as you want
0: to see me. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because let the that record hurts. state. The love is mutual.
0: Yes, the it excitement happens.
1: is always mutual and and uh so is the the goal to just keep uh, being the best versions of ourselves, and so that's my, that's my best version.
0: Yeah, I've been thinking that part like like I said before, that finding what you love and um, understanding the difference between what you're good at and what you love, do you think you've made some progress on that already? Have you, so it sounds like you started that journey already?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I made progress coming back from, from Chicago, leaving a job that I, after having that conversation with a friend and hearing that for the first time, I had the same thought process of, I've never thought about this before. Mm -hmm. I've never had this, I've never thought I had the choice or it just never occurred to me to really think about it in that way so when I did I realized I didn't love what I did I was Mm -hmm. good at it and and they my friend gave me the opportunity to really parse those two separate them and realize that that was solid ground to stand on to leave and to really make myself feel okay that I made this choice I tried it and now I have this really important lesson that I can bring with me as I continue on I can say I I didn't enjoy X, Y, and Z about living in a big city or here were the parts of that job that were really challenging and made me realize I didn't love it. And that's not to say it was a bad thing that I did it. No. And that's what's helped me feel like I have learned and I've been able to take that lesson and, and I'm sort of applying it now that we don't have distractions and all we have are our thoughts. And I'm trying to say, okay, well, I learned a lot from that. It was really hard, but you know, having that statement of, separating what you're good at and what you love i'm now trying to find things that i love and i don't know if i'm good at them because i've never tried them and and or it's things that i've just done for fun and i'm kind of exploring the idea of like well maybe is this something i want to look into doing professionally and that's where that lesson has really been helping me because it's um it's giving me an opportunity to explore paths and and jobs and a future and places to live that I just never thought of before. And yeah. it's exciting and terrifying at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> just like starting any new journey of like, oh my gosh, that that's going to take a lot of work. Uh uh where where do I even start? And so yeah. that's it's all really deep (laughs) it's hard to talk about because so much of this is like wow you are in the paint of like (laughs) in the third aisle 16 shelves down of the my brain you're not just on the surface you're in it yeah when we talk about this kind of stuff and that's what the pandemic has has woken up in me the very very deep and hard stuff so i think that it's nice to to be able to say yes I did learn some good lessons and i have been able to use the idea of separating love and being good at something moving forward
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i don't know how many people talk about things like this right so i mean right now answer we're very...
1: not enough <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're not we're enough. very like vague right now and talking about very high level things and yeah and this topic of really just honing in on who you are as a person and what what drives you is maybe not yeah focused on too much because I, uh, I I paused there for a second because I, I'm thinking about my experiences and when we're like interviewing people for like, a job, right, you you don't have to be passionate in what you're doing, right? But it certainly helps, right, to be passionate in your job. If you enjoy your job and, like, can get it done, great. But, like, if if you're someone who just, like, lights up when they talk about it, of course other people want to be around you when you're talking about a certain subject. So when I interview candidates, it's, it's really nice to see a part of them that's excited about something within the field we're in and like um the field i'm in is very vast so i don't really care like if you're passionate about the specific thing we're hiring you for but if you can talk about like how it uh the, your passionate thing like is related to um what we're hiring you for and things like that right because then then you know you're like you're you're in this uh a path that's for you you know so and it's unfair that i'm seeing that from from like a hiring perspective instead of like a like if we're if we're looking at this from like a human perspective right and if someone's like interviewing like i basically just want to stop and be like hey like are you like what, what are you passionate about? Are you passionate about, like, these parts? Like, you like tell us. Like, let me know what you're interested in. And we can be like, hey, like, we can see you're really good, but you're going to be miserable here just because you're that kind of person. And I know if you go apply a XYZ, that's the kind of person they're looking for. And they do similar things, but that's their environment. You know? And it's... I think in my field, I'm fortunate to be like, uh, there's probably... A lot more job options for the field i'm in than other people so i can be a little more picky to be like hey i think like this company aligns with who i am as a person um where people might not get the advice to think about that normally especially like in a pandemic so yeah Th- yeah that- that's my word vomit <laughs>
1: It play it's it's such a good one though, and it's such a oh man it's such an interesting topic and one that we could spend a whole episode on of like yeah. the the intricacies of job interviews because you and I have both again been in the pain of like crafting the resumes and doing all the things and everything that gets you up to that point right where the candidate is being interviewed by you. And you've done all this and you've handed, all, handed them all this information that gives them sort of this snapshot. But then, right, finding out who they are as a person is usually why we do the interviews. And for yeah. you, it goes back to what you said earlier of we find what motivates us. And, and that's what you ultimately want from someone you're about to work with you want them to be motivated like what motivates them is it the same thing that motivates you is it something that motivates your team like that has to align in order for them like you said to be successful here and if that doesn't align yes absolutely move on to xyz like this isn't the job for you um so it makes me chuckle because of thinking about my past interview experiences and the fun tidbit is that the job i have now they ask me what my hobbies are and I said a few, and I panicked thinking I hadn't said enough. And then I said ice cream
0: <laughs> was
1: a hobby of mine. And they hired me. So, if, so to me, that was like the indication after the fact of like, holy heck, personality matters. <laughs> <laughs> So certainly more stories to come if, if, if we do an episode uh, on job interviews and the fun times we've <laughs> we've had or lessons to be learned. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. but That's such a great point, though, that you bring up of, of, you know, going off of what motivates us as individuals. You know, what do we give to other people? Like if we do decide to take other jobs in the future, if, if our paths change, you know, what do we want to what kind of jobs are we going to get? What do we want to? bring to the table like how do we put ourselves on paper and then in an, in that interview setting, um, you know, who are we gonna are we just gonna try and say the right things or are we gonna say the true things? Yeah. Right? And then <laughs> oh yeah. deep thoughts. Oh deep thoughts once again of <laughs> <laughs> just mulling on that for a second. Yeah. yeah. So my number three got us <laughs> into a very long-winded path of uh self-exploration which I know I could go on and on about forever. Um, it's kind of what our first episode was about, but
0: yeah,
1: uh, it only seems fit to say happy trails to you for next year.
0: Yeah, you too. Fingers, happy trails. Happy crossed. R- cross roading, off-roading, driving roading trails to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All of those roadings to
0: you as well. Bye, bye Catherine.